Rise and shine with the Word of God. Wake up Saturday mornings with a purpose. Tune in at 10 a.m. and join Antonia Roman as she sings and reads the Word of God. The Word of God will give you insight for the purpose in your life. Now here is your host, Antonia Roman. The fear of the Lord is the beginning of knowledge. The fools despise wisdom and instruction. The fear of the Lord is the beginning of knowledge. The fools despise wisdom and instruction. Good morning, my friends. Good morning, good morning, good morning. I hope that you are ready this morning. Good morning, my friends. Good morning. Thank you again for tuning in this weekend. Uh, you know, the weather's starting to get really nice. Uh, places are opening up and people are just out and about today. And so is the tree uh, cutting company in my development here where I live. So you're going to be hearing a lot of chopping. And, you know, when I think about um, the tree companies that come to chop down trees, you know, what they're really doing is just getting rid of all the stuff that's decayed on the tree, that's brittle, um, the branches that are just falling apart. So if they go and they come and they trim the trees and make it nice and neat again, then the tree will then start growing some new branches and some new leaves and it'll make that tree healthy, right? So we ask our Heavenly Father this morning to our temple as a tree that if we have something on it, in it, or our bodies are growing something out of it, whether it's spiritually, mentally, physically or emotionally, that God would just come and chop it down <laughs> uh, off of us and that his grace and his beauty and his new beginning and his newness would start to um, to grow in us. So my friends, today we're going to continue with our series in Proverbs. And we're going to be on chapter Proverbs 25. And we're going to just read a couple of uh, verses here. Um, just go over a couple of things. And the very first verse we're going to start with is verse 6. So as you get your pens and your notepads ready to be able to take notes, this is how it goes. It says in Proverbs 6, starting from 6, we're going to read all the way down to 10 today. We're going to keep it short and sweet for you today. It says, Do not exalt yourself in the presence of the king. And do not stand in the place of the great. For it is better that he say to you, come up here, than that you should be put lower in the presence of the prince whom your eyes have seen. Do not go hastily to court, for what will you do in the end when your neighbor has put you to shame? Debate your case with your neighbor, 
and do not disclose the secret to another, lest he who hears it expose your shame and your reputation be ruined. Father, we just thank you so much for your word in Proverbs 25. We know that as you continue to give us the instructions and the guidance with the word, that the word is true, the word gives us life, and the word wants us to be on the right track in fulfilling everyday life purposes. We all have a purpose to serve on this earth, Lord, and you've given us those opportunities. As long as we follow your wisdom and your instructions, we will continue to go forward. So, Father, we thank you in Jesus' name. Amen. My friends, you know, as I read these um, these verses, I really started to think of a couple of things. And the first thing that, you know, this first verse says is, do not exalt yourself in the presence of the king. You know, I think about sometimes when somebody will say, hey, that person has a chip on their shoulder. <laughs> How many of us have heard that? Or somebody will say, you know, they think they're all that. Or they think that they're that, you know, no one else exists but them. They're on top of the world. But uh, they're on top of the world more like in a conceited way, stuck up way, or, you know, treating people in a very condescending way so that they could just look like they have authority or seniority or superiority over people. And when it says do not exalt yourself in the presence of the king, I start to think about arrogance. I start to think about uh, pride and things of that nature because Back then, you know, the king was the king, right? The king who ruled over the people, the king who made decisions for the communities. Um, and if you ever had the privilege back in the day to go into the presence of the king, you were quite fortunate. You actually had access to a place or an area uh, in a castle or in a mansion or, you know, wherever it may have been to be in the presence of that king. And when you had the opportunity to be in the presence of that king, if your heart was in the right place, if you were humbled, um, and you just, just operated with a good heart, the king could acknowledge you. And the king could say, you know, this person is very humble. You know, this person um, has a good heart. Let me bless this person. Let me go ahead and um, maybe give them a lot of food or maybe let me go and, you know, bless them with a house. The king had power to do so many things with people who came into their pre into his, his, his presence, right? And I think about us as Christians, when we go to our king, our heavenly father, Right, King of Kings and Lord of Lords, Jesus Christ, our Lord and Savior. How do we act 
in front of our Lord and Savior? Are we arrogant? You know, how do we act in front of God? Are we conceited? How do we how do we go around speaking or acting in front of the presence of our Heavenly Father? Right? Because our Heavenly Father wants to tear down anything that stops us from being in connection with Him. And sometimes we can find ourselves that even being saved, even being in relationship every day with our Heavenly Father, you know, tapping in, reading the Word, praying, that sometimes when we come into His presence, we come into His presence with a lot of arrogance. And you're like, well, what do you mean by that, Antonia? What I mean by that is we're very ungrateful. We can be ungrateful. We um, can start coming to God to complain about everything. We can start to um, tell God, you know, that why isn't he doing what we've been asking him to do? Just some examples. (laughs) And a lot of times, you know, God wants us to come to him, yes, broken, He wants us to come and lay our burdens at his feet. He wants us to come and really talk to him and share with him our feelings. But he also wants us to know that we're blessed beyond measure. And we need to acknowledge those things. So when we do come in the presence of our Heavenly Father, we also should come with a gratitude heart, thanking him for his blessings, for his protection and for all the things that he's doing in our lives and that we glorify him and that we give him all praise and honor and that we don't come in front of him thinking that it was our own doing. Because my friends, wherever you are today in your life, whatever you're struggling with, whatever's going on, your heavenly father sees every detail of your life And he's there to reach out his hand to touch you and give you an encounter with him. And as long as you recognize that and you're very aware of that, and you always humble yourself in front of your heavenly father, your father will bless you. He'll bless you beyond measure. And the word here says, and do not stand in the place of the great, meaning... How many of us can actually say, you know, whenever someone has come up to me and said, hey, how did you get, how did you get to where you're at? Or um, how did you gain access, you know, to being in whatever field you're in with your job, how you bought your home, if you were blessed with a home, how you bought a car, whatever the case might be, whatever you've been blessed with, whatever you have had access to, whatever your Heavenly Father has allowed to happen in your life that has really helped you prosper or gain. And someone comes to you and says, yo, man, how did you ask access all this? Do you ever come out and the first thing that comes out of your mouth is, my Heavenly Father did this for me? My Heavenly Father allowed doors to open. My Heavenly Father allowed blessings to pour on my life. It's my Heavenly Father who has given me this. How many of us actually do that? And how many of us actually go like this? Yo, B, yeah. Well, you know, I got talent. 
I got a gift. Shoot. I know what I was doing. I know what I was up to. Yeah, man. They need me. If it wasn't for me, yeah, of course. I'm the one who put it all together. I'm the one who came up with the whole idea. Blah, 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 blah. See where I'm going with this? And it says here in the word, for it is better that he say to you, come up here. Meaning, don't put yourself on that big pedestal that you think you have the right to put yourself in. Listen, we are all striving in life to gain access to maybe a promotion, maybe to a new status, maybe to a new place in our lives. But we also have to acknowledge that the way we get there is with our Heavenly Father by our side, guiding us and helping us and giving us grace and mercy because we all fall short and we're not perfect and we all sin. And with our Heavenly Father by our side, helping us through the process, our Heavenly Father is the one who puts us on the pedestal. Let it be our Heavenly Father who gives us and allows us to have that promotion. Let it be our Heavenly Father who gives us that increased raise in our job, who blesses us with a home, who blesses us with a car, who blesses us with all the things that we need for everyday life. Let it be He who operates in us because we've humbled ourselves We've waited patiently online, right? How many of us struggle with patience? That we are allowing our Heavenly Father to have full control of what is happening in our lives. And when our Heavenly Father says to us, come my child, for I'm opening this door for you. And you're going to walk through this door because I'm going to take you on a new journey. I'm going to take you into a new seasons of blessings. Let it be our Heavenly Father who calls us into those areas. And when He calls us into those areas, we are aware it has been Him who has allowed it and has made it possible. And not us who put ourselves there just on that pedestal ourselves and we're now bragging about it. And we're not giving our Heavenly Father the due credit that is due to Him because it was His his doing. He was working behind the scenes for us, right? And we were praying and hoping and wishing and really believing and having faith in the Lord that he will do these things for us accordingly in his perfect timing. And when he does it, we're to acknowledge who he is in our lives. And we're to say to ourselves, Heavenly Father, thank you so much. It is because of you that I'm in this place. It is because of you that I am where I am. It is because of you, all these blessings that are bestowed upon my life. Because he has said, come up here, my child. I got something for you. I'm going to bless you. He's giving us the invitation. And you know, Jesus Christ every day is giving everybody the invitation to get to know him. We ultimately have to make that decision. And as Christians, it's our jobs to tell people about Jesus Christ, to share the words with others so that they would get to know who Jesus Christ is because many people in this world do not know who Jesus is. And they'll never probably get to know it unless we as Christians open our mouths and say, hey, I serve a heavenly king who is awesome and who loves me and is a fantastic daddy and wants everything for my life. 
Do you want to get to know this friend of mine, Jesus? Right? It's like an invitation that we give to people we know to let them know about who we are, what we believe in, and what is the walk that we have with our everyday faith in our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. So when we think about the scripture, it's really telling us, don't put yourself on the pedestal. Let your heavenly father put you on that pedestal. You know why? Because when he puts you on that pedestal, whether you're a pastor, a leader uh, in the church, ministry, whatever it is, your father has given you access to that platform. You have to, re- you should be a good steward of it. You should respect it. You should give him the thanks and glorify him every day and praise his heavenly name because he has put you in that place. Do not find yourself or get caught up in thinking that you put yourself there, that it was your doing, it was your likeness, it was your greatness. It was, you know, because of what you know how to do. No, your heavenly father blesses you and places you in platforms or places you in places because you've humbled yourself and he elevates you to the next level of what you're trying to accomplish because he's put that desire in your heart. And as long as you stay humble and you stay attentive and you continue to walk a righteous life and you continue to stay on that narrow road, your heavenly father will say, my child, come up here. How many people do you know have one day all of a sudden said, you know, all of a sudden I was down and out and God just came and did a miracle in my life. Because my friends, God is doing miracles every day. And they continue to tell their testimony about what God did in their lives. I am constantly telling people my testimony of my Heavenly Father and what He has done in my life. And most of all, the doors that He opened for me when I had the opportunity to come to California and to pursue this desired dream that I had in my heart since I was a little girl. So my friends, be careful about how you perceive yourself to be because then it says here then that you should be put lower in the presence of the prince whom your eyes have seen many times we want to put ourselves in places that other people have i think about the job market i think about work there are so many people sometimes that say well you know what if i could just be my boss If I could just put myself in his shoes, if I could just have his position, you know, but in the job, you know, you got to go through the process of going up the ranks from one position to another to get to that position, but you automatically just want to be in the top position. And then, you know, there's even times maybe when your boss is out, you go and you sit in his chair and pretend you're the boss in front of everybody. Sound familiar? Maybe some of us have done it in the past. I know I remember one time when I was visiting Washington, D.C., and you have the opportunity to go into, like, the areas of the Senate offices, and I went in there, and uh, I'm not going to say who the senator was that I knew, you know, and had met at the time personally because I was involved, you know, with community things. But I went in there, and the first thing I said was, like, what? where does he sit? And they said, oh, he sits right there. You know what I did? I went and I sat on his chair and I said, take a picture of me, somebody. 
<laughs> and I said then I was like maybe one day I'll be here you know um, and then of course I gladly quickly got up from that chair and said that's not my chair that belongs to somebody else so I was even able to acknowledge that so my friends be very careful about how you are exalting yourself in front of people in front of others um, and also that you don't you're not finding yourself that you become so stuck up and you have a chip on your shoulder or that you don't see anything else beyond yourself that you're now um, placing yourself what you say you've done and then all of a sudden it's taken underneath your feet how many times people have said oh yeah I'm getting a promotion that job is definitely mine I know my boss is gonna give it to me shoot and the next thing you know it gets that position gets given to somebody else and you're like but I don't understand how could have they have bypassed me because you had already arrogantly put yourself in that place you had not um, thought it through you didn't humble yourself and most of all you probably didn't even have that conversation with your boss am I even a candidate for this have I gone through the process and all the steps to even be there so think about that my friends do not exalt yourself let your Heavenly Father be the one who exalts you because when he places you on the platform is for you to be there and a lot of times when we place ourselves on the altar ourselves like we're all high and mighty we can quickly fall my dear and be taken out of those positions how many times will we have seen leaders that have come into a place of authority and because all of a sudden they got a chip on their shoulder and y'all know what I'm talking about even in churches this happens all of a sudden they start treating people a certain way looking at people like a certain way well God doesn't like that that's quite ugly and next thing you know that person who was placed in that leadership is no longer there because listen when God is gonna exalt you and put you in a position he's gonna do it so it could be sustained it could be consistent in your life that position that status that promotion whatever he does because God's heart is to take you to the next level at where you're at in your life and every day we're supposed to be growing with our Heavenly Father growing in abundance of who he is in our lives okay my friends and then it says here do not go hastily to court for what will you do in the end when your neighbor has put you to shame debate your case with your neighbor and do not disclose the secret to another lest he who hears it expose your shame and your reputation be ruined I'm telling you right now this the scripture right here these verses are very deep very deep this is talking about when you have some type of a conflict with your neighbor and I'm even gonna extend this beyond neighbor I'm gonna say family members co-workers right other people who are in your life your spouses your mom your dad your children how many times have you had a dispute with someone whether it could be over money whether it could be over property whether it could be over um, what you feel should be yours and they feel it should be theirs an argument over children 
right? You might be going to a divorce. Listen, I'm just speaking real here. And, you know, you're battling over, like, you know, who's going to take full custody of the kids, you know, or do you share 50-50 custody? You know where I'm going with this. In God's word, it specifically says, you know, if you have an issue with your brother, if you have, if you're at the altar and you bring me a gift, but you have an issue with your brother, you know what? Go do the men's first, reconcile first with your brother, find yourself in the proper place, and then come back and give me that gift. Because see, we wanna give gifts to our heavenly father but those gifts come with bitterness those gifts come with hate those gifts come with a lot of baggage and a hot mess if y'all know what i mean our heavenly father wants us to be in the right place with our hearts and right here it's talking about if you're in a dispute with someone and your heart is not in the right place and then you go and you take them to court now, I'm not saying that you shouldn't do things with the court system. Don't get me wrong. There are many things right now that we're seeing in the news where the court system has to step in and make major decisions regarding crime, hate crimes, regarding many things, okay? I'm talking about if you have the opportunity to go to someone that you have a dispute with, a disagreement, a conflict over try to really work it out with that person that's what the scripture is telling us work it out with that person first sit down with them say to them hey how can we work this out how can we hash things and not immediately have to take things to court or expose it in a big you know newspaper because you put out an ad to try to expose someone of what they've done to you or that you're blasting it all over facebook what your life is doing what you're doing every day all your stresses all your messes all your disputes who you hate who you like who you dislike you know where i'm going with this social media has become the place where everybody goes to put all their garbage on. And what I mean by that is they're constantly having to tell the whole world their mess. Our Heavenly Father says, you know, bring it to me at the throne. Bring it to me at the throne. That's why when you're in a conflict with someone, my friends, you need to go to your Heavenly Father and be like, you know what, Lord? I'm having a release a big struggle in this area with this person can you please father guide me so i can go and speak to this person and we can work things out between us so it doesn't have to go any further than this it doesn't have to go to a court system it doesn't have to go in front of a judge it doesn't have to be documented in the judicial system for the rest of my life it doesn't have to be documented you know in a way that it's just exposing and now people start to read about it, become aware about it. Next thing you know, they're talking about it. Yeah, did you hear that girl? Yeah, that girl did this. Or did you hear that guy? Yeah, they're constantly there. And I'm gonna give you a perfect example. And I'm talking about having a conflict with someone 
and you don't even take the time out to discuss it with them that you have a conflict with them. Many people sometimes end up going, I don't know why they took me to court. They never even told me they had a conflict with me. Or I don't even know why this is happening to me. Why didn't they come to talk to me about it first? You know why? Because a lot of times we keep it inside bottled up. We think that we can just go and skip the line of having to reconcile or come to a, a great understanding with the person. We go beyond that and we feel we're going to take measures into our own hands in a different way. And the scripture is specifically saying, you know, debate your case first with your neighbor. Do not disclose the secret to another. Meaning don't go around spreading rumors about the situation because the more rumors you spread around and the more things get exposed and the more things, it's like a chain reaction. Next thing you know, you go to another town and people are, are coming over to you and say, hey, I heard you sued, you sued your, um, your neighbor, you know because of the encroachment of the driveway. You know, he has a, a little bit of inch more grass than you do. And you're like, how'd you hear about that? I heard about it because this person told me. You know how that, and they're like, how did that person find out? Because you started it and you started speaking to everybody else and it was a chain reaction and the rumor just kept spreading and spreading and spreading. And next thing you know, Everybody knows about it. It's exposed. And then people start to make judgments, which you know we're not supposed to be doing. But man, I'm just reading you the scripture, my friends, because this is what it says. Do not ruin your reputation. Do not disclose all the secrets that may be happening within your confinement areas near your home, in your neighborhood. Everybody doesn't need to know about it. Everybody doesn't need to hear about it. Discuss whatever issues with your neighbor. If I have an issue with my neighbor, I take it upon myself to go to my neighbor, knock on the door and say, hey, can we talk? Can we hash things out? Let's not take this any further than this. Let's try to resolve it here. That's pretty much what the scripture is saying. I'm just reading it to you. So my friends, it's truly been a pleasure speaking with you again today, diving into the word of God. If you have an opportunity Go back to chapter 25 of Proverbs, read what we didn't cover, and I look forward to sharing the word again with you next week where we will rise and shine with the word of God. Wake up Saturday mornings with a purpose. God bless you. Antonia Roman is the author of Confessions of a Christian Woman, A Journey in Marriage, A New Beginning. In this book, Antonia shares her personal journey in marriage and how she used God's word to help her overcome verbal abuse. Tune in next Saturday as Antonia Roman continues to dive into the word of God. The word of God gives you insight for the purpose in your life.